We are here because we are getting pretty well on the road to CRM Evolution. What are we, a couple of weeks, three, three and a half weeks out or something like that? Not even. Not even that. So uh, we, we actually got to pick up the pace a little bit, I guess. <laughs> but that's why Ginger's here, because not only is she one of our good friends and buddies, but she's also one of the speakers at the conference. So, uh, And I love this title, Digital Transformation myths and realities so since this is about the road to evolution and we're spending time with some of the speakers you got to tell us uh maybe give us the top myth and the top reality when it comes to digital transformation okay well the top myth there's i'm going to be talking about six the top one is i'm so behind everyone else the reality is no you're not behind we're all in it together. There's some fast movers, sure, and you need to keep moving forward, but you are certainly not alone being in the middle or even the back of the pack. So what makes people even say that? I mean, what is it they're looking at that makes them think, oh, everyone else is so ahead of us in digital transformation. I know that because, and then completely turn it into a, a myth. You know, it's just, there's so much hype in the market. There's so many different opinions on where you should be, what you should be doing. A lot of the vendors, of course, have you know a vested interest in fast movers and everyone else, you know, adopting the different technologies to help them along their digital transformation. So it just causes this. Um, you know, it causes all the hypes and all the myths about what's going on. When you, you hear that the six, the success stories get so trumpeted that you feel like, oh, gee, I must be so far behind. And even some of the companies who are doing well in some areas are still behind in other areas because it's a whole journey. So I think that's what causes all of this to, to be happening. So do they, do they, uh, do they sit, go back to their, corporate boardroom and say we got to do this because everyone else is and we're we're already behind so we really need to speed it up and then they speed it up and they kind of fail and then or they kind of I mean what happens basically I mean take us through if you if you were defining because people have a hard time even figuring out what digital transformation really is even I mean they know the term but they don't know what the substance is so Kind of take people through kind of the what it is and how you apply it so that it has a real result. Because uh, I think a lot of people just don't know. Not that they don't care, they just don't know. Well, I think part of that is because digital transformation is going to be unique to your organization. You know, how, how much is it going to permeate your, your organization? Is it going, are you going to start in one with one team and work out from there. You know, for example, start with marketing transformation, then then work on service and et cetera, et cetera. Or is it going to be a whole bunch of teams coming together and trying to do a company wide thing? You know, it's it's just like the days of implementing CRM and thinking about it as a technology instead of a strategy, right? You've got to start with the strategy first. What do you want to do by adding more digital elements into your business operations. What are the goals? And then you go backwards from there to make it happen. 
And so that's where I think, you know, people feel like they're so far behind, they get in a rush. What they need to do is, it's like running, right? You have to do your, run your own pace in your own race. You can't worry about what, you know, the front runner who runs the, you know, five minute mile is doing. If you're a seven minute miler, you just have to worry about running your seven minute mile. So what's a, what, okay, so you started out and said something interesting. You said starting, for example, with marketing transformation. What, what would be an example of marketing transformation? Cause they, you know, when it came to, customer engagement and CRM and pretty much everything customer facing as customer facing as they are by literally by definition, uh, they were probably last to the game in terms of actually making the changes. So when you're talking about marketing transformation, that's kind of a big deal, right? Especially given the mindset of marketers. So how does that get done right? And what actually happens? <laughs> what actually gets done? How does it get done right? That's a, that's kind of a loaded question. Right. You know, I think, the, probably the most important elements are communication and collaboration, right? So like I said before, you've got to start with your strategy. If you don't have that, you don't have the roadmap to where you want to go. And then your team needs to be working together. Um, I've got a great example of, uh, I just spoke to one of the execs uh, from Virgin Holidays and their transformation started with, Quick wins, right? So they they added some. Um, they started using Phrasey to do, add AI to their email testing. Right? They didn't have the the, the size staff to be able to do um, extensive testing, so they added this this tool which has AI for subject lines, and they saw a lift there. And then that that win got them to be able to say, "All right, well, we've got the outside done. Let's." do the inside of the email and they brought in movable ink and started using that to do personalization. And then they found, okay, well those two things are going really well. Um, but because the data, the way we have the data set up, it's making it take too long. So they brought in Adobe campaign and then they ran all their, uh, data through Adobe campaign. It simplified the process. It went from, a day to like 20 or 30 minutes to creating a campaign wow. and they saw just incredible lift across the board. So that went so well that they said, okay, now what else do we need to do to improve our data models so that we can improve the way data flows through the systems throughout the organization? Okay. Now let's bring in customer service, tie the data together through customer service. And then, Hey, well, Let's also bring customer service communications through our hub. And so now we're talking to the customers in one voice, whether it's marketing, sales, or service. Sales was also part of that, that, um, that shift. So it was like one thing at a time. And the, 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 their goal was to be even more customer centric than they were. But specifically, they had some, you know, numericals around that. So they had things like they wanted to increase their, their digital interactions by 50%. And that included self-service and things like that. But then they also wanted to support their, the agents in their stores by getting them information that they need at their fingertips. And that's also like the next phase is making sure that the frontline agents have the same data that the internal folks have. So it's 
step by step through the process and um, Saul Lopes, the person I spoke with, the exec I spoke with, he made it the point where whenever they would hit any kind of a snag, which of course a lot was around bringing the data together, he said there was no finger pointing. There was him and his team and any partners involved saying, all right, we hit the snag. What do we need to do to fix it? Collaborating and moving forward. Those are the kind of things that you need to do to make a transformation successful. And he also thinks of it not as an, as a destination, but an ongoing journey, right? We've done this thing. What's the next thing we can do? And the next thing and the next thing. Did they get, did they get budget buy-in for that? Yes, because with each success, they were able to sell, sell in the next thing. So this worked for us. We didn't have to do anything major to make this thing happen. Now let's do that. So yeah, he got buy-in and budget all along by, by taking these baby steps forward and showing the successes. When you talk to these companies that I guess maybe are on the kind of the leading edge of digital transformation, what are some of the surprises that they run into that could help folks that are kind of on the <laughs> the runner up or kind of follow up stage when it comes to digital transformation? You know, I, I think that there are probably not surprises. They're probably the things that everyone runs into. It's just a matter of how you handle them. So that would be your data, right? Your, your data is a mess. It's all over the place. The quality is questionable, right? So you need to have a data strategy first and foremost. And then, um, you know, the people side, right? You need to engage your people. You need to make sure that you have the environment set up for collaboration. And that includes, um, your compensation, right? So you need to make sure that you're compensating people to work together, not uh, not work against each other. <laughs> I've got a barking dog. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, that's that's fine. One thing I knew is it wasn't my house. Yeah, well, <laughs> it wasn't my house either. Um, Hang on one second. That's okay. He can come in. He can join in. Is he a, is he a Mets fan too though? Yeah, he's upset about the preseason. Sorry about that. He was upset about the preseason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back in action. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Mets record in the preseason, by the way? Oh, you know, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> uh, just checking. Everyone's healthy, I hope. So. Well, you know, there's that. <laughs> so, all right, so you you – you know, look, you way back when you were editor in chief of CR magazine, right? So, and now you're editor in chief and CEO and founder of Marketing Insights. What, so tell us about a little bit about Marketing Insights too. I mean, you know, what you're actually doing with, uh, with it. And are you, is it going to be a publication? Are you doing the consultative side? Both? Uh, Marketing Insight is a publication. It's dedicated to catalyzing change in marketing. So it focuses on change management in uh, marketing technology, um, data and analytics, and customer experience because those three areas are not only obsessions of mine, but they are closely intertwined. Mm -hmm. So what what would be a, a typical – well, what's the cycle? Is it monthly? Is it weekly, daily? Is it a combination of – Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we just, we just, um, had a big 
ebook series. So once a week, we um, launch a, some really fun ebooks on different topics, like talking about technology, like uh, digital missing realities, um, what questions you should be asking marketing technology vendors when you're thinking about implementing technology, what considerations are commonly overlooked that you should make sure that you should consider. Um, the commonalities between um, B2B and B2C marketers and traditional and digital marketers, what they can learn from each other, things like that. Um, this the, the Virgin Holidays story that I just discussed, that's a preview to a case study that will be um, launched in April. And uh, we've got some other just We've got some great content from industry leaders on issues that marketers should be paying attention to that maybe they don't love to talk about, kind of the elephants in the room. Right. And so those topics, so um, some fun stuff, some educational stuff, and hopefully some motivational content as well. Mm. Uh, let me ask you about, uh, we, we talked to Jeremy Epstein last week. And he's doing a session on block what what CMOs need to know about blockchain. So, from your perspective, with, where does blockchain fit into digital transformation from a marketing perspective? You know, there's a, a column actually up on the site that posted last week about blockchain and marketing. It's really early days for blockchain and marketing. It's really not ready for prime time yet, and it's something that. Keep a watch on it. Um, look at how it might be appropriate for your organization, but um, you don't have to rush blindly into. Well, you shouldn't rush blindly into anything, but um, you know, no need to like panic or rush into it. A lot of what's out there doesn't have the capability for the levels of of um, data that marketers use the way they use it. So, early days. All right, one more for me. Um, I, you know, we, my, yeah. Paul and I talk about this all the time. Matter of fact, I had to make sure I turned my echo off because if I say Alexa, she, you know, uh -oh. rise up. Why is that? How disruptive. No. How disruptive is, uh, voice in these devices like Alexa, well, the echo device in Google, but how transformative is that from a marketing perspective? Great question. That is also, I think, a work in progress. And I think for, for, it's definitely on the radars, radar for more B2C companies. I mean, you've got your fast movers like Domino's paying attention and, and taking, you know, testing and acting on, on voice. Um, so it's definitely that side is definitely paying attention to it. And there's other applications of voice that, um, on the, more on the service side, where a lot of voice interactions, especially via mobile, being able to get information or get or get service, so you see it, you see it there. I think marketers are paying attention to that as well because how how can they use voice um, in ways that are kind of like service, where marketing and service kind of lines blur. So it's still early days for that as well. You know, except for some of the of the B two C brands, that really it's it's a convenience that customers are looking for. 
right, so one last question, which is, how does somebody find your site and what's give give us the details? And also, um, one last point too, which is your session, I believe, is on day one. April 9th at, was it 9 o'clock or not I, yet? I just so happen to have the handy dandy, uh, program <laughs> agenda and it is, this is a, a prime spot actually. It's, it is, well, I gotta open this whole thing up to see the time. So it is actually 1045 to 1130 on Monday the 9th, right after the coffee break. So people can right. get their coffee and get prepared to hear about digital transformation from Ginger. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, literally, you're going to have the freshest group and the ones who have just been primed for your discussion by Brian Solis. Excellent. Excellent. They'll be excited from Brian and caffeinated from the break. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have them on a, on a high, man. <laughs> All right, so how do, they, how do we reach your – how do we find Marketing Insights? Um, URL is MKTG Insight. MKTG Insight. Everyone who's listening to this or will be listening to this recording, M. KTGinsight.com. You will find probably what is the number one site for marketing insights, really. <laughs> well, you've got competition out there, you do, but you know, you, you, you're such a rock star that it's bound to have all the content it needs. And I noticed that you have one of the real old timers in the CRM world writing for you, Jason Compton, for God's sake. Yes, yeah, I love Jason. He's, He's awesome. He is, he really is. But I can't let this end without asking a, a prediction since we are coming up on opening day, you know, not right around the corner. What about the, what are the Mets going to do this year? Oh, hopefully they'll stay injury free and, you know, get into the playoffs. But I think opening days, it's, um, it's going to be a good one. We've, we've got, uh, Thor pitching. So I can't go wrong there. Uh, your best guy. So wait. Uh, who are you, who's the opening day against? Who are you playing? I have to admit that I can't recall. <laughs> <laughs> but it actually ultimately never matters as long as your team's playing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, I totally get it. I totally get it. I think the Yankees are playing the Blue Jays in Toronto, I think, though. So that's to me, that's not opening day. That's just the first day of baseball. <laughs> opening day happens at Yankee Stadium. Exactly. Well, I just hope that you don't have a degramable kind of season. So. <laughs> there you go. Little inside, little inside baseball joke there. Yeah. We, okay. keep, we will keep it way inside on that one. <laughs> want to degrominate the competition? Oh God! All right, so now it's definitely time to end this. So we will see you. Uh, wow, less than three and a half weeks, right? Yeah. In DC. Yeah, right. Can't okay, we are, we are, I just, I'm so excited. He's giving you a hug through the camera. <laughs> right there. Hug. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Brent. Okay. See you soon. Thank you. You are awesome, always.